FM Rewind. Today, 6th of February, marks Safe Internet Day, or rather Safer Internet Day. And this is the call to ensure that users across the world promote the safe and responsible and positive use of the digital technology. And specifically for us as children, younger people uh, who are heavily uh, influenced or rather heavily uh, uh, influenced to use these type of platforms. Now, a few years ago, taking back to 2020, at this time, we didn't know that we were a month away from students, teachers, and people just reading the studying space enter into a space of online learning. The pandemic definitely caused this for us for a period of time. I mean, in a way, we've sort of fizzled back and going into physical classes, but the process, rather the program or the platform for online learning has definitely stepped up. Now, we're joined by our education specialist, uh, Hendrik Maganeta, who's just going to unpack this conversation for us, but let's just uh, introduce him right here. Mr. Hendrik, thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Always a pleasure to have you. Thank you very much indeed. And let me also greet the listeners. Yes. So, you know what? Let's start on, uh, off with how I've just started this conversation with the pandemic being a heavy influence or rather a heavy drug to us heading to online learning, which a lot of us had to pick up. Do you feel that uh, online learning has now become an official platform for those who actually would opt not to go for classes or rather for schooling in the physical sense? Uh, definitely, there is a growing number of uh, parents who do no longer take their children to a day school and they opt for online learning and teaching. You will recall that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, about three years ago, the vet, not vet, but the UCT, yes. also started their online school whereby they recruited learners as well as parents uh, to come and join the school. And as we speak, uh, there are many other online uh, schools in the country. Uh, you know, I know of cases of learners who have left, uh, you know, a fiscal uh, classroom and they now attend an online school. So there is that growing uh, desire to go into online learning and teaching. And then when it comes to perhaps we can say maybe the syllabus or the manner in which students or learners receive their information, how do you feel like the internet has impacted education, um, uh, education, teaching and learning uh, for students and learners? Well, it, it, is, it should be very clear at this point that the, you know, the internet has really taken the world by storm. And this actually you'll recall, began a lot in when we experienced COVID-19. Because even during COVID-19, the students had to learn online, uh, yes. especially those who had uh, connectivity and so on. Mm. So basically, those who can afford, those who can afford to have uh, stable internet uh, connectivity, they will be able to carry on with uh, learning and teaching. And it appears that... Uh, the majority of communities as well uh, are beginning to to be connected. Even those that do not necessarily have uh, your fiber uh, or, 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 or router in their homes, but you know they can rely also the, the megabytes that they get from time to time from yes. different uh, yeah. service providers. And it would it seem that online is no longer a problem. Uh, if you also look at the manner in which people communicate on social media and so on. So online seems to be the, the future.
It definitely is. I agree with you. Now, recently, we have been introduced to this uh, sort of, I want to say it's a new platform, but the likes of ChatGPT, you know. I want to ask, how is the education sector, um, what, are, what are they actually doing to inform and educate students and learners about internet browsing, ensure that the information is correct, and also ensuring that they're using safe uh, internet portals or sites to ensure that the information that they use, perhaps it's time for them to get assignments done. Uh, how are they definitely uh, putting their foot down and saying that you know what this is the man in which to conduct yourself especially when you're getting your information from the internet well uh, it would appear that when you look at the universities uh, they too are a bit advanced in relation to the use of uh, information that uh, learners or students get in the internet obviously uh, you know issues of copyright uh, are very fertile and of course University policies also speak to, you know, uh, such uh, matters where a student may use the work that do- does not belong to them. Uh, you know, I- I- at university level, there's, there are consequences for not acknowledging the sources that you, they find, yeah. particularly in the internet. So in the schooling system, basic education is not right as such because sometimes learners are just able to take uh, information raw as it is yeah. and, and, you know, place it, submit for, for their homeworks and so on. But, of course, the artificial intelligence as well, because there are apps that uh, learners can use and students to try and change, uh, you know, their, the composition of their assignments so that it can look differently from the one that they, you know, they received from one or an- another, uh, whereas from the source, be the internet or, or from another fellow student. They are able to change these things, but I think universities as well as schools should adapt as well to have uh, mechanisms to detect such, uh, you mm. know, fraudulent uh, behavior within the terrain of education. Now, what other stakeholders do you believe, other than obviously these uh, institutions that you measured, uh, that you mentioned rather, other than the education sector, need to play a part in promoting safer internet for the youth? And obviously, as today, the conversations around students and learners. What other stakeholders do you think uh, should also carry that responsibility as well? Well, I think uh, relevant uh, departments as well, the, the Department of Higher Education and Training, as well as the Department of Basic Education as well, should be take a lead in such uh, uh, cases because they are the custodian of our curriculum. Uh, you know, they too have to make sure that the students are able to produce uh, quality work, uh, particularly because, uh, you know, this uh, education and, le- you know, teaching and learning on its own prepares our learners. Uh, you know, it's an investment in one way or the other. So it is always better to invest in uh, learners who are really honest, who can submit their own work, and, and, you know, not learners who can rely on, uh, you know, copying or, or, or cheating. And now with, 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 in closing rather of this conversation, do you see or rather maybe use the word predict a change in the syllabus as the medium of teaching and learning has changed and evolved? Um, do you feel that maybe manners in which like case studies will obviously be more influential of things that happen via the internet will be a use or rather a tool of teaching uh, compared to maybe the olden uh, day case studies that have been uh, set apart? Well, definitely. I, I think that there is a need for the departments or, or the government, rather, to modernize our education system. Yes. To prepare our learners 
for battles that lie ahead. Uh, you'll agree with me that if you look at uh, the 12 learners who leave the school system without the option of going to the university, most of them end up joining this uh, long queue mm. of uh, youth unemployment. And, uh, you know, if you buy a newspaper every Sunday uh, or Saturday, you'll see that there are jobs that are advertised. And so uh, as much as unemployment is very high, uh, you know, but the jobs are there. The only reason why our learners or the 12th uh, learners or even some of the graduates are unable to get these jobs is because of the skills mismatch that that exists in the country. I mean, that is why we are sitting with the so-called structural unemployment because the jobs are there, but uh, people don't qualify to, to, to occupy or, or to take those uh, posts. So modernizing the curriculum will certainly help to create uh, learners who can be able to to match you know the skills that are required in the future because most of the jobs that that exist today will definitely become obsolete in the near future therefore this talks to the curriculum which must really change most definitely Mr. Andrew Makanese thank you so much for joining us uh, speaking about this in this aspect of safe internet day I hope you have a fantastic day going forward thank you very much indeed uh, that's Mr. Hedrick McInnes, as I did uh, just uh, mention right now, joining us because today, the 6th of February, marks a Safer Internet Day. Now, obviously, as students, as learners, I think the branch from physical classes as to online learning as well, or online teaching, has definitely been very earmarked, especially uh, since the pandemic that uh, happened in 2020. Now, the theme for this year is inspiring change and making a difference and imagining influence and navigating change online. Because the digital world doesn't really have um, sort of many rules or regulations and obviously when you go from country to country it may differ so we're just really looking at how it is for students that could be an aspect but as you and your, uh, you as yourself uh, as well you can also let us know how you ensure that you practice safer internet day as well FM Rewind Vow 88.1 Vow FM Drive every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. on Vow FM 88.1